This is Crime Connections, and we're your host. I'm Jackie. And I'm Sarah. We have released 29 episodes in 29. our first season. Can you believe that? I just like thinking of 29. Most podcasts don't even have 29. Like big podcasts don't even have 29 episodes. I know. And we're coming up on the year mark of when we first started thinking about this. Yeah. So that's super exciting too. It is. It's wild. Um, before starting season two, we thought we should go over some updates from season one. Not all of them have an update, but some of them do, so figured we could cover them. Exactly. All right. Our second case that we covered was Braylon Noble. He was the three-year-old autistic boy that went missing from his second-story apartment and was found five days later in the pool. The Lucas County Prosecutor's Office has announced that the mother and grandmother of Braylon Noble have been indicted on charges stemming from the three-year-old's death over a year ago. Dejanae Cox, Braylon's mother, is facing charges of child endangerment and obstruction of justice. Bobby Johnson, Braylon's grandmother, is also facing charges of obstructing justice. The indictment, which was filed Thursday, October 28th of 2021 in Lucas County Common Police Court, alleges that both women provided false information that hindered the investigation into his September 4th 2020 disappearance. Dejanae Cox is additionally accused of risking the health or safety of her child in the events that led to his death. This is the first update to Braylon Noble's case since March of 2021. An autopsy performed in the days following his death could not determine how the toddler had died, noting that there were no anatomic or toxicologic cause of death, but adding that the submersion in water was a contributing factor. So the fact that it says specifically that they provided false information Mm -hmm. to hinder the investigation, I am so curious on what that false information was. So what I'm thinking, and we had talked about this a little bit beforehand, and when I had spoke to people that are very well-versed in things when it comes to children or death of children, missing children, they've always said that 90% of the time, it's someone that knows that child. Mm -hmm. It's not, you'll hear so much about the people that are kidnapping somebody's, somebody else's child, that it's a random stranger. So what I'm thinking is they have a very good idea of who did it or somehow the police do know that they may have done it themselves. They can't prove it, but they can prove that they lied to them. So they're going to get them on whatever charges they can. And that's what my take is on that. Yeah. And they're not really, they're being very closed lipped about it. But again, it is an open investigation. So that is totally common. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only update we have on the Braylon Noble case so far. Um, Hopefully in the future we can give you another update and maybe... Hopefully some closure. Yeah, maybe they'll come out with exactly what happened, but who knows. So then the next case we have is Haley Worthy. On June 22nd, 2021, we released the episode Worthy about Haley Worthy. Worthy was a young woman that went missing when she went to travel to Michigan. She was found in a car in the middle of a pond in Perrysburg. I have searched high and low and not found anything on this case. There is no information on obituary or articles or on anything regarding her death. I have tried looking up on her family's social media profiles. They have not said much either. I have heard, though, there's rumors online that the police and media will not update on the case when it was a self-harm, but we don't know if that's true, so please don't quote us on that. 
Yeah, the whole situation is just still weird to me. Things just don't add up. Like, the information that was given still just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Not at all. And there's no proof to say that she self-harmed. How she got back there, again, we, we told you guys about information saying that it was a closed-off area mm-hmm. and how no one saw anything for so long. So a really interesting thing happened after we uh, posted that episode. We had a listener email us and let us know that they went to kind of like get like some general information about the area and when they went on google maps they saw that there was a car in the pond and like it still gives me chills to this day because i went on there they sent us screenshots and i was like okay is this fake we went yeah, on there we both were like uh did they plant that like what's going on no they didn't so when google updated the location of that area Haley's car was in the pond at that time so we ended up emailing Google to see if we could get any more information. Like the date it was taken. Yes, like the date that it was taken because that might give us some reference of how long she was truly in that pond. Mm-hmm. They've never gotten back with us. I mean, they're a huge I, company. And well, we had heard that they will respond. Yeah, um, but they, they, they said did they would not. respond within 24 hours. And so we did some follow-up and they still never responded. So that Which was just, maybe they were t- told not to. That could be too. I have no idea. But I just thought that was so weird and it Mm -hmm. gave me chills. So thank you to our listener that did that. Um, That was actually really cool that you guys reached out to us and you were like, hey, this is what I found out about Because they did their own research, obviously, which was cool. Um, Something else I want to mention about the Haley Worthy case, which I might have mentioned during the case, uh, during the original one, but I was rereading information about this case, trying to see if maybe Web Sleuths, because I found some information on there to begin with, if maybe someone that knew her had posted on there, Mm because we've seen that prior, and people are still not understanding where this pond is. Like, if you listen to this case, or you know about the case, and you're curious about it, I highly, highly recommend going on Google and looking up where this pond is because people kept saying on WebSuits, well, maybe she somehow stumbled in there and drowned. It's happened, blah, 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 which I'm sure it has happened. Not in this pond, but in general, a pond off the highway. Mm -hmm. This pond is not off the highway. You can see it from the highway, but it's not like easily accessible. No, like you would have to jump a humongous ditch. And then that has a bridge to it because that's how big it is. And then you would have to still keep driving to get into this pond, which your car probably wouldn't even make it across the ditch for one, or it would go into the ditch and be stuck. Yeah. So like, go look it up because there's no way she just drove off the highway onto it. And then if you also look at it, you'll see that it is not right off the highway. If you get off the exit, you still have to go through like very a shopping center shopping center there's cameras all over so just in case you didn't want to go listen to the case again to know the actual area it's owens corning mm-hmm. and if you can't remember that remember home to suites hotels in levis commons perrysburg ohio google that and you'll see you will see it it's still there and that's just again thank you so much to our listener thank that you said that to us because it was actually super informational so thank you so much So the next case that we are going to talk about is on July 6, 2021, we released the case, The Holland Murders. This is a case about a young couple that was found murdered in a house in Sylvania, Ohio. 
On June 29, 2021, there were several sets of unknown DNA profiles at the heart of the investigation in 2011, murders of Lisa Straub and Johnny Clark. Lucas County Sheriff's Office confirmed that the DNA samples are being re-examined to determine if they can be used to create a familial DNA profile. Genetic genealogy is an advanced forensic technique that has been used multiple times in recent years to solve cases, and we've actually talked about it a couple of times in our other cases. Yep. They hope that with this way, this new way of testing the DNA, they will be able to connect more people to their deaths. And this case is like, I know people personally that know this couple, that they went to high school with them or they were connected to that family. So it's a, it's a big tragedy that happened in this area. And it's something that we need to get some closure for these people involved. Yeah, it still blows my mind that one, I never even heard of it until we covered it. And two, that it even happened. When we covered it, I, I didn't know anyone that had it known these people and then I have a mutual connection that's best friends with someone that was um Lisa's friend oh wow so and I had met her a couple times and obviously you don't lead with oh I know this person but when she found out that we were covering the case she was like get as much coverage out about this case as you can yeah because it's still there there's a lot of things that they still don't know the answers to and there's a lot of shadiness that went on with that case oh for sure so yeah it I don't know it's pretty wild that it happened so close to home And I don't know. It's just, it's a wild story. And our last but not least case that we are going to be talking about today is the Gabby Petito case. In our most recent case that we released, November 3rd of 2021, Gabby Petito. Before I talk about the case, I would like to mention that we completely understand that Gabby Petito is the victim here. She deserves the full attention. We did have a couple of people message us in comments saying stop bringing up Brian Laundry because he is the murderer, abuser, etc., etc. We do not want to act as though he is not part of this case because, because he, he is. for sure is. And when you we've talked about our other cases, we've always shown you the victim when mm-hmm. we do our update post about it. And that is always our main focus. So please don't ever think that that is not it. But we also need to talk about who did it because exactly you can't tell the story and not or tell the full did it. story. Yeah, did it or allegedly did it. So like I said, we're not here to give you, you know, all of our 100% opinions, whatever. We want to give you the facts too. So with that, we're going to give you some information that you might not like sometimes. And that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, because we are not glorifying him or making him no, seem not as even though that. he's like this saint or... Or even that he's this devil because we do not know their relationship. 100%. 100%. Because I swear people come out of the woodwork when things happen. They're like, oh, I knew he was abusive. It's and like, I've met him one time. But did you really? And so like, I don't want to say that's fact because I don't know. I did not know them. I don't know them as a couple. Does this Is the situation tragic and terrible and sad? Of 100%. course. 100%. But I, we're still going to mention him because he's part of the case there I mean, was a like, whole manhunt looking for yes, this man 100 percent. So, we have to talk about it and i'm sorry if that offended people i really am but you know she was found and now this whole huge thing happened with him so mm-hmm. we're gonna mention it it's part of the case i understand gabby is the victim and i 100 percent agree with that but i did want to say that really quickly because we did get quite a few yes please put your pitchforks back in the snippets barn snippets about okay? that we love you guys and we just want to make sure that everyone is covered so and all the information is there yes okay so now back to the update the district 12 medical examiner's office confirmed tuesday november 23rd of 2021 laundry's cause of death was a gunshot wound to the head the manner of death was ruled as a suicide 
Now, really quickly, the cause of death is different than the manner of death. We went over this a while ago, but really quickly, the manner of death is, for example, suicide, homicide, natural death, sort of thing like that. The cause of death is what caused the person to die. So the gun caused him to die. Yes. I always think that was interesting because I never knew that until we started doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew there was like a difference. According to a news release from the medical examiner's office, the investigation included a scene response from medical examiner personnel and an examination of the skeletal remains that were recovered. The office also consulted with a forensic ontologist. I'm not sure if I pronounced that wrong. For dental comparison and identification, as well as a forensic anthropologist for skeletal reconstruction. Laundry's identity was confirmed using both dental comparison and DNA analysis, the office has stated. Chris and Roberta Laundry have been informed that the cause of death was a gunshot wound to the head and the manner of death was suicide. Their lawyer had been quoted saying, Chris and Roberta are still mourning the loss of their son and are hopeful that these findings bring closure to both families. Which personally, I don't know why that would bring closure to Gabby's family at all. Like, okay, he killed himself and now he can't be tried. That's how I It's very open-ended. Yeah, I don't know. But those, unfortunately, are the only updates we have for the 29 cases that we covered. We are still very hopeful that there will be more information that comes out on these cases that are still unsolved. Please, if you have information, go to the cops, tell them something. The littlest things can open a case. The littlest things can contradict something to then bring forward more information. And so one case for me, and I want all of our cases solved, but the one that really sticks out to me, and this one tugs my heartstrings because I am friends of the victim's mother is um, Kelly Norman Jr. That one for me, I think that I would be able to sleep easier at night. I would literally, I pray all the time for that family because they deserve it. Every single person that we've covered deserves it. And there's so many more cases that we haven't covered, but that one for me, I I know- It's the most emotional, I think. I think for me as well, because I truly love that family. They are an amazing family and I've actually gotten to meet with them multiple times. And so don't forget that name, Fostoria. I'm coming for you. (laughs) You, you need to get that together because Kelly, he deserves it. Everyone, everyone that we've covered deserves it. But that case to me, that, that one sticks out. And I, just to add to that, when I spoke with Carrie about her son's, um, case, her biggest fear regarding that case is her dying before she has the answers of what happened to Kelly. And Carrie recently got diagnosed with cancer and she's been going through extensive chemotherapy and she literally is very vocal about how this has been so hard on her and she's scared and terrified it is and it breaks my freaking heart so Mm -hmm. if you know anything and you have a little bit of like humanity in your heart and you want to come forward please do that like seriously because I don't want her to leave this earth not having the closure that she's been begging for years yeah she doesn't want to die without knowing because say they do find out and she has passed away now her kids that are still here are going to know that they have the answers and she never had them Mm -hmm. and that's going to be hard for them too so please if you find it in your heart to come forward and talk about that case somebody knows something and i have a good good feeling that it's somebody that still lives in fostoria and it's time to come forward yes 
I agree. And if you haven't listened to that case, I recommend going back and listening to it just to hear Carrie's story. Because we have interview clips of her speaking in that. And it's... Bring a box of tissues, because oh my. Oh my freaking God. And I'm going to be honest, that's one of our highest listened to cases. No, it is the highest. So. Still to this day. And it's the most shared on Facebook. I know some people don't really use Facebook that much, but we had almost 10,000 people view that post. Mm -hmm. That's a lot for this tiny little podcast that I guarantee you, you talk to your friends, they might not know about us, but they will. Yeah, exactly. And from that, if you guys like I said, have any information on any case, please go forward because you're hindering someone from moving forward and getting closure and having peace in their life again. You know, I can't imagine having that over my head the rest of my life. Mm -mm. But for now, that is all we have on updates. And so join us on January 26th when we release our first episode for season two. And I would just like to say I'm sorry for creating a little break in everything, but I did have to go to training for a new position. Um, If you haven't figured it out already and you haven't stalked my Instagram, I am a flight attendant and I accepted a position so that I can get more opportunities internationally flying. Which is so exciting. I am so excited for you. Yes, I am so excited too. And then I ended up, I signed a lease, so I'm going to be moving to Charlotte, North Carolina. Which I'm very sad about. Yes. (laughs) So we're going to have to do some long distance um, recording. So if if something happens within that time um, and it doesn't sound 100% good, we'll work on it. I pinky promise. (laughs) But I told Jackie from the very beginning of this, I was 100% committed. This is something I'm truly passionate about. And like I've said, and we've said before, we don't make any money doing this. This is not something that we are gaining anything from besides helping people get their story out there. And in creating a community to talk with people and hear, like you said, hear their story and, and give them some support. Like yeah. every single person that we've personally interviewed and talked to, they, they're not someone that we just don't talk to anymore. They stay connected with us. I still talk to a lot of people that we've had our interviews with and I've, I've created friendships with people that I never would have met besides from this. Yeah. yeah besides from this. Yeah. So again, we've always said this, if you have a story that you want told, send us a DM, send us an email. We've always been 100% forthcoming with information that we have. And we obviously, we've had cases where they have told us things that are not for the public to know yet because it's an open case. Yeah. We've always kept that promise and we will always keep that promise. So we're excited to get back at it. And thank you so much for listening and sticking with us. Thanks guys. Thank you.